Hi, welcome back to Sorta Green, episode two. This is a podcast to ease you into being better for the planet. Listen, no shame in not being perfect because I am definitely not. As long as you're trying, we're sorta green together. I'm Melissa. A look back at episode one if you missed it, all about shampoo bars. You're interested? Go ahead and take a listen. But now on to episode two. So convenient. Plastic bags. First, we always start every show with good news because there's plenty of bad news about the environment and about the earth. So let's start with some good news. Can you believe this? Imagine winning the lottery. Tough to imagine. I'm sure. And I bet you've thought about what you would do with the money. A Frenchman in the Euro Millions jackpot won 200 million euros. Anonymous man gave most of the sum towards preservation of a tropical rainforest in West Africa, his native country. An anonymous man. We don't even get to give him the props for this. He says, I only played during large jackpots for one purpose, to devote most of the sum to the creation of this foundation. That's the Anyama Endowment Fund. I'm not positive I'm saying that right, but it's spelled Anyama. So maybe Anyama Endowment Fund? It's West African forests that he said growing up, he saw them cut down over and over and over again. And it was the largest jackpot in the lottery's history. The guy's retired in the south of France, but he is saving the forest like a world away. That's awesome. And I don't even know if I could do that. Could you? If you won $200 million, sure, you would definitely give $10 million to help save the planet. Do you think you could give... 199 million? I'd like to thank this man, even though we don't know who he is. And now a quick two-minute tip uh, that you can start doing today that's going to be good for the planet and good for your pocketbook. Turn things off. You know about this because your dad's been yelling at you since you were a child. Hey, you're not in the room. Turn that light off. But honestly, turn everything off. Like, even if you're at work, you go home at the end of the day, Turn off your light. Turn off your space heater. Turn off your computer. If you're not going to use it for the next 12 hours, turn it off. When you're at home, sure, you know that the TVs and the computers, all those electrical things, they pull that phantom power even when you're not using them. So if you have them plugged into a smart power strip, it's a lot easier to just turn off the power strip and it absolutely turns everything off. But here's one that maybe you don't think of. All of the battery-powered things in your house your laptop or your tablet or iPad or whatever, turn those all the way off. Don't just put them to sleep. Turn them off and think about it. Maybe the next time the kids pick up that tablet and they have to wait a whole 40 seconds for it to like boot up and turn on, they might get bored and go outside. And another with those kids, the kids that have all of the toys ran on batteries, the noisemakers, the instruments, the whatever they are, turn them, turn the switch all the way off for two reasons. It's going to save on all those AA, AAA batteries that it has on. And you're not going to have those creepy times in the middle of the night where the toys just start going off, even though no one's there. What? Ghost? What? Won't happen. If it's turned all the way off, unless you do really have a ghost, and then I cannot help you. Now our main point here. You know it's a problem. Everyone knows it's a problem. Plastic bags. 
I'm talking about two types of plastic bags right now. One, the plastic bags from the grocery store, the gas station, the takeaway store. We're going to do a little one minute ish history on plastic bags. They were invented 1965. A Swedish engineer, Sten Gustav Tulin, to save the planet from cutting down trees, he made plastic bags, a lightweight material that you could fold up, store in your pocket, purse, wallet, something maybe that you've never thought of. Sten's son Raul said that his father would think it would be so bizarre for someone to use a plastic bag once and then throw it away. Now, it's pretty likely that you have a closet full of one bag with like 40 bags inside and then it gets too full and you hopefully go to the grocery store and recycle them. Or maybe you just rage clean and throw them out. That's possible too. Think of how long it can take, like hundreds of years to break down. But if we all went with like Sten's idea for plastic bags and we took care of them like... (laughs) Can you just imagine, like, passing down your great-great-grandmother's collection of fine plastic bags? There's a really good triangle fold that you can do to a plastic bag that would make it so easily fit in your purse or pocket or in the car. So all those times when you're like, oh, I forgot my reusable bag, you wouldn't have that excuse anymore. Because you would have just this cute little plastic bag that you could open up, put your stuff in, carry it out, and then just do it all over again. I'll do a demonstration of how to do that fold on the Instagram page, sorta.green, if you're interested. And honestly, you're already sorta green if you do use plastic bags over and over and over again until you possibly can't use them anymore. And then you recycle it properly. You don't even have to pay attention to these alternatives if you don't want to. But it's always good to have the info, right? That's quick info on plastic bags. But let's talk about alternatives for the store. You probably know this. Canvas bags, a good one like cotton or hemp that doesn't break. Not those really cheap ones that rip immediately. Paper bags, they're an okay alternative. Obviously, we're cutting down trees. Uh, If you use them about five times and then recycle them, it makes up the energy that it used to make one. Obviously, if you can find recyclable ones, it would be even less. Just wanting to let you know, I'm not a scientist. I don't know the exact energy. I've just done some research. I've read some articles and that's what I get the information from. I'm not the end-all be-all of knowledge on recycling, but you're welcome to do your own research on it if you're like, I don't know, five times, that doesn't seem enough. You look into it. But I'm assuming you're listening to this because you're kind of busy. So you might just have to trust me on it. One of my favorite and kind of ridiculous alternatives to the bag is no bag at all. If you're going to the store, you could use a cart, your purse, your hands, like just go ahead, go to the grocery store. And when you go to get things bagged, just tell the bagger like, oh, could you just put it back in my cart? They will look at you with the strange, what do you mean? Like not in a bag? Nope. Just go ahead and put it back into the cart, and then you wheel it out to your car, that giant bag that you drive around, and you could put them in your trunk. A really good idea I saw someone had is that they keep a laundry basket in their trunk, and they would just put it directly from the cart into the laundry basket, carry it into the house. Genius. But there's nothing that I love more than having like four items going to check out. They start putting it in a bag, and I say, no, 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 no. I'm good. I don't need a bag. Thanks. And they're like, are you sure? 
And then I just put the three cans, one milk jug, and a bunch of bananas in my hand and walk out the door. It feels really satisfying to not take the bag. Once you start thinking about it all the time, I don't want the bag, I don't want the bag, you can get really creative on how you pile things up into your hand. And then you can put them in your car, your bike maybe, your backpack if you walked, until you get home. Speaking of at home, let's talk about alternatives to like Ziploc bags, right? Plastic bags that you've been using since you were six years old and you don't even think about it. You put something in it, you eat it, you throw away. In a perfect world, you don't need to buy more things. You just use what you already have. But if you're just using Ziploc bags once and throwing them away, you need a good alternative like a reusable silicone water resistant bag to keep snacks and other things in. Man, especially if you have children or if you're packing lunches on the go, you want to keep them contained. And that's why we're talking about this. The very first like reusable Ziploc type bag I was ever introduced to, it's food safe plastic on the inside. And then there's fun prints sewn on the outside um, with a Velcro enclosure. We moved into our house and whoever lived here before, thank you, left them here. There was like five or six of them here. And I was like, oh, look at these. I like it. I washed them, rinsed them, sanitized them. And then I was like, we're going to use these. I fell in love with them. They are made by PlanetWise. Easiest for my kids. This is like one day lunch kind of bag for dry foods. Snacks, they can get stale if you leave them in there for too long because they're not airtight. Um, fruits, if they're wet, they can leak out some kind of juices and stuff like that. But the kids like the prints. It's very easy to open them up. They are dishwasher safe. Uh, and these kind that you can turn inside out and put in your dishwasher to make them get really clean. I have some that have lasted so long that the fabric on the outside is faded and has some tears in them, but they still totally work. So I just keep using it with the tear. The plastic is not teared. The fabric on the outside is teared. Mine are pretty old, but looking into PlanetWise now, it looks like they offer some zipper enclosures and as well, which would be easy for kids. And obviously zippers usually last longer than Velcro. Um, they can be found on Amazon, Walmart's website, but the PlanetWise website looks like they're only for wholesalers now. That's the very first alternative to a plastic Ziploc bag I had found. Another one I've used very easy. They're called lunch skins. Um, I've got two different sizes, like the original sandwich bag type size, and then they have snack sizes too. I've looked in and saw that they have multiple sizes, way more sizes. Um, but those are the only two that I've used. They have a very, very easy zipper enclosure. And the material is a water resistant material, not waterproof. If anything was super saucy, super juicy, obviously it's a zipper, so it could get out that way. But uh, I think it would soak into that material, but it's water resistant. So if you have like damp grapes, <laughs> it wouldn't be a big deal if they went in there. It probably wouldn't get wet out of there dishwasher safe. You can turn these ones inside out as well to put on the top rack of your dishwasher because who wants to clean out plastic bags? Not me, but dishwasher doesn't seem to mind them. It's really good. Um, they're also great for non-foods. They're super lightweight. If you're going to go on a trip, you can put some makeup in them. You can put some toiletries in them. You've got kids that have 
crayons and Lego pieces absolutely everywhere. Those could go in there too. Um, that company is called Lunch Skins. I have definitely seen those almost anywhere on the internet. I've seen them inside Target as well. My very favorite plastic alternative bag I found now is called Stasher. These were my least favorite bags at first because I could never ever get them open. Uh, you know, on a disposable Ziploc type bag, you open them from the middle, right? You pull the two tabs apart in the middle. And that's just what I did with a stasher bag. And I felt like a dum-dum, right? Like it would take me 20 minutes to get this bag open and I would just chuck it back in the drawer and pick out a new one. Hot tip, you open stasher bags from the side, the edge, the corners, whatever, not in the middle of the enclosure, but on the ends. Now, I'd say they're probably my favorite. They're a silicone bag that keeps the air out. They do the best job at keeping food fresh. They're moderately priced. Um, they're not as cheap as an entire pack of Ziploc bags, but you're going to use them for, I don't know, five years, maybe longer. And they have so, so, so many options, like in colors and in sizes. They have uh, bags that will stand up on their own. If that's important to you, um, you can get them through their website, stasher.com, or um, through many, many, many stores. Also dishwasher safe, but don't turn them inside out like I did because eventually they will tear. Just turn them upside down in the dishwasher and make sure they are over like four prongs so it stays open so the water can really get in there. Um, to clean them really well. Leave them upside down to dry. Otherwise, you do usually have to dry them with a towel because they are the most airtight enclosure, means, meaning the water stays in there the most. That can be irritating if you don't want to take the time to dry them out. I get that. But if you just leave them in your dishwasher a little bit longer or you find a way to hold open the bag and leave it upside down to air dry, it will do it on its own eventually. If they do end up tearing because you keep turning them inside out, like me, because you're a dum-dum. They have a program, a mail-in recycling program, where they will take your old stasher bags back, recycle them, make them into new stasher bags. They do suggest like, oh, you've got a small tear, it's still usable. Please use it for the things like, you know, the pencils, the crayons, the toys, the toiletries, whatever. But if it is beyond repair, like mine were... <laughs> They will take them back in a recycling program. They'll send you a shipping label, boop, and you send it off to get made into a new one. Now moving on to one that I actually did not love. I was excited to get it because it was the first gallon freezer bag type uh, reusable bag that I had ever gotten. It's by a company called Thai Blue, I think is how you say it. It's spelled T-I-B-L-U-E. Um, it is a food safe plastic. It's not silicone. Um, you cannot sous vide in it like you can a stasher bag. You have to hand wash it. Okay, 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 but let's still use them. After like the first or second time that I used it, the enclosure, which was the most like a Ziploc enclosure, like the two pieces of plastic that kind of, you know, zoop <laughs> together, I cannot get them back together. I have two of these bags. It happened to both of these bags. So it seems like it's a design flaw, but they just don't work the way they're intended to. So I don't care for them. I still have both of them 
because they're big enough that if you put, I don't know, like a sandwich or something in there and then you fold it over and you have it in the fridge for however long, you know, it still kind of works. It's not airtight. It's not perfect, but it it works. So I'm not going to throw it away. You still want the disposables? Sometimes I get it. Sometimes the disposables are just kind of needed. Ziploc now makes a paper non-waxed bag that can be recycled, of course, if it's clean. If it's got ketchup smeared all over it, you can't do it. But if it's clean and dry, you can recycle that too. They're usually in a special, you know, green section of the store, not mixed in with all the other ones where you can see the option and go, oh, I think I want this paper one instead. No, you have to go to where all of the green items are in the store, which is so silly. And maybe you've listened to this entire thing, even though you already use the alternatives to plastic bags, reusable things. First of all, thank you. Thank you for listening this long, but maybe you want to go a step farther. How about reusable trash bags? When I first kind of started on this green journey and saying no to bags, my husband John would be like, no, 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 we need that. We need that for a garbage bag. Okay. So think about where you use those plastic bags for garbage bags instead, maybe in the bathroom, in a bedroom where it's nice and small. If the garbage that's going into those is just, I don't know, tissues, some paper, a Q-tip, use that bag over and over again. Pour the small bag into your big kitchen bag that has the sloppy, yucky, gucky mess that you definitely can't really use over. You can just use that plastic bag over and over and over again and get some life out of it. Alternatively, the company I was telling you about, PlanetWise, they make a reusable garbage bag, which is kind of like a wet bag, if you know anything about cloth diapering. It has that water-resistant plastic on the outside and then a big elastic to go around the garbage bag that you can just use it over and over and over again. I use mine in the bathroom right now where Kleenex goes. Nothing really gross, but... Sometimes, once in a while, something gross can get in there. It's washable. You just clean it out. You can wash it by hand in the sink if you want to, or you can pop it in the washing machine. So we've had that for about two years now, and that is two years of no excuses of needing the disposable bag for a garbage bag. Now the reason this podcast is called Sorta Green. Oh, all this talk about reusable bags, but I currently have a box of gallon Ziploc bags in my pantry. My daughter needed like seven for a project at school and schools get kind of particular. And I'm saying even if I had seven gallon size stasher bags, I'm not giving them away for a month. It's not happening. I'm not perfect. I know that sometimes you just have to get the disposable bags, but I've had those since September of last year. I use them sparingly, I wash them out, and I try and reuse them again. You just try and do your best. Forgive yourself when you don't or can't, and then you keep going. Next week, episode three of Sword of Green, use less. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Subscribe wherever you're interested. We're on Google Podcasts. I put them up on the Facebook page and Instagram, sorta green and sorta dot green on Instagram. We're still waiting to get on Apple Podcasts. I'm sure we'll get there soon. I think uh, you give five stars if you really liked it and you don't say anything if you didn't like it. I'm kidding. You can do whatever you want, but more than anything else, if you enjoyed it, if you liked it, please tell a friend because that's how podcasts grow. Have a great week.